Welcome to It's Your Community with Vanessa Denha, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to It's Your Community. I'm Vanessa Denha Garmo here. And joining me now is someone who's been on the show many times is Michelle Gilbert, Vice President of Public Relations for Comcast Cable, to give us an update of what's been happening since the last time we spoke with her about their many efforts and bringing uh, bridging the gap of digital divide. How are you, Michelle? Good morning, Vanessa. I am doing great. Thanks so much for having me on. So first, let's let's recap a little bit of our previous discussion, uh, Michelle, kind of catch our listeners up to what we talked about last time and the uh, $1 billion commitment to bridging the digital divide over the next 10 years. Can you give us a recap of that? Absolutely. You know, um, earlier this year, our company made a commitment that we would spend a billion dollars to advance digital equity. And, you know, this is not a new initiative for Comcast. We've been at this for over a decade, connecting more people to the internet and the technology they need to participate and excel in and really in an increasingly digital world. I mean, this has been the focus um, through from the start of our Internet Essentials program. And so when we looked at the fact that we were going to be celebrating a decade where we've been committed to this very important initiative, we, we really wanted to figure out, well, what's needed over the next 10 years? And that's where we've built on that foundation. Um, and we um, made a commitment to, across the nation, uh, commit a billion dollars towards Bridging the Digital Divide. And we actually have named this project. It's called Project Up. And mm-hmm. it's really a comprehensive initiative to advance digital equity and to help build a future of unlimited possibilities. And that's what the Up, U, and the P stand for, is unlimited possibilities. And when you think about internet access, you know, that's really what it provides. It provides individuals with unlimited possibilities to um, education and career growth. And ever, I mean, if you think about everything that we do, we are relying on the internet. And, and everybody has had that experience before for a variety of reasons. The internet may go down, it may be storm related, and we don't know what to do anymore. And so we can't even imagine living without, but believe it or not, There are people in our own community who are still living without the internet and frankly, for very different reasons as well. So tell us, expand to us on that, Michelle, what does the digital divide look like in Southeast Michigan, the area that you service in Comcast? Sure. So there are two pieces to the digital divide. There's access and there's adoption. So let's start with the fact that 96% of Americans overall have access to fixed broadband service. So that remaining 4% that still don't have broadband available in their neighborhoods, this is what we refer to as the deployment gap. And so really in Southeastern Michigan, Vanessa, there is not a deployment gap. Okay. Anywhere in Southeast, for the most part, anywhere in Southeastern Michigan that you, that you go, you have access to at least one, but probably as many as three or four different internet service providers. Okay. Okay? So let me just finish that thought and then we'll get on to the uh, adoption gap. But with the, with the 
uh, deployment gap, what has to happen is we need to build to these unserved areas. And so you've probably read in the news, there are federal and state dollars that are being allocated to help with this. And that's where those dollars should be allocated is being able to uh, build to unserved areas. So let's go back and talk about the other side. Of okay. the 96% of Americans who have broadband service available in their area, so we're talking Detroit, all of the suburbs around, we're talking you know, most of Washtenaw County, I mean, you name it, uh, Macomb County, only 77% subscribe, okay? 96% of the people have access, but only 77% are subscribing. So that's a pretty huge number of people. And this is what we refer to as the adoption gap. So how mm. we solve for both of these very critical issues is vastly different. And so for the adoption gap, where the infrastructure already exists and you have at least one, and again, as many as four or five different internet service providers, you have to look at what are the reasons why they have not adapted. And there are many. Some of it is cost basis. Some of it is the fact that they may not have uh, a computer. And then some of it is just pure education. Why do we need to, why do they need the internet and educating them on how to safely use it. Got it. So if we break that down further, uh, Michelle, and talking about the latest of what's going on right now, Comcast invested 325,000 in Detroit, 230,000 in West Michigan to bridge this digital adoption gap. So tell us, break that down for us regarding Detroit and West Michigan first. Absolutely. Yes. And, and let me just share with you that these are just the most recent uh, commitments that we've made locally. Um, it's certainly not everything we've done through the year, yeah. but uh, what we've announced most recently since I've last been on your show is that we are, uh, we've awarded $25,000 to Brilliant Detroit. It's a nonprofit organization in the city and a total of 500 laptop computers that are valued at about $150,000. And those laptop computers are being distributed through the Detroit Housing Commission and the Boys and Girls Clubs of Southeastern Michigan to help advance digital equity so that more Detroit students and families can get online. Because again, as I said, you know, it's not about having to build more network in Detroit. It's about getting devices in their hands so that they have a reason to um, connect to the internet. Yeah, so the um, internet's there. It's just some of them don't have the tools to connect. Right. So okay. for a variety of reasons, um, yeah. they may be afraid of the internet. They may just be, you know, haven't had a legitimate reason. Although I will say, I think that if the pandemic did one thing for anybody who has, um, you know, children in school, is it really reinforced the importance of having internet at home. And so we are mm -hmm. seeing that there is a tremendous need to connect uh, those families who haven't yet connected. And that's why getting them computers is important, as well as giving getting them even more support to help pay for the internet. So you and I have talked before about our internet essentials program that provides um, internet access uh, for eligible families for $9.95 a month. 
in addition to that, uh, you've probably heard about the emergency broadband benefit. And this is an initiative that the federal government has uh, put together since the pandemic to help families pay for the internet. And it provides uh, eligible families with as much of as a $50 credit to their internet bill. So right now, the way things stand, cost should not be an issue for any family. You can have up to a $50 credit on your internet bill uh, through the emergency broadband benefit. And then of course, Comcast provides internet essentials and the two, really the two can be combined because if you're on an internet essentials plan, uh, we'll bump you up so that you can get that those faster speeds with the emergency broadband benefit credit. Yeah, that's great. So much that you offer, Michelle. So, so what's going on in Detroit? Is it similar to what's going on in West Michigan? It's it's a similar kind of support. Yeah, similar kind of support in the sense that you know it's all going towards bridging that digital uh, adoption gap. And so in, in West Michigan, we're donating a total of $30,000 in grants and 500 laptop computers to five Grand Rapids nonprofit organizations that work with families in need. And, uh, you know, these grants are really going to be used to help educate individuals about the importance of internet adoption, digital literacy, and the programs available to get more families online. You know, again, you and I take for granted that we know how to use the internet. We know that we need to uh, protect our data and have uh, resources in place. Um, but if you've never used the internet before, that all can feel extremely foreign. So we have a variety of different free digital tools to help with that education. Um, and of course, through our internet essentials, or really through all of our internet customers, uh, we provide um, uh, um, support to, um, you know, protect all of your data through a variety of different means. I'm going to get into that a little bit too, Michelle, but I want to just point out and how you distribute, distribute these products really speak to Comcast's effort and collaboration that you team up with local uh, nonprofits who've already, you know, done their research on who's in need. So it speak to that collaboration because Comcast does it really well and really ties into what we do here on its community to highlight companies that connect, communicate, and collaborate with the community at large to, for the greater good of the community. Yeah, our, our efforts to bridge the digital divide would not be nearly as effective if, if we didn't have the support and the collaboration of hundreds of nonprofit organizations across the state of Michigan, so many of which are right here in our own backyard in southeastern Michigan. Um, we rely very heavily on connecting with them and collaborating with them, getting the word out, um, figuring out who are the right people to donate these computers to, making sure that they have grant money so that they can work with and train people on how to use the internet, I've had the privilege uh, pre-COVID of sitting in on some of these training programs, uh, especially training senior citizens who've never used the internet before. And um, I remember hearing one story from one gentleman who was given a free laptop and he was going to give it away because he couldn't understand why he would need it. And um, 
the people at the nonprofit organization said, please don't give it away. Take this free class. Let us show you how you can use it. And it, at the end of the class, if you still don't see value in the internet, then you can give the computer to whomever you want. So wow. I had the privilege of sitting in that class with him and it was a, you know, like a six week series. And so this was toward the end of the class. This, it changed this gentleman's life. He was able to FaceTime with his granddaughter who lived in a different state. He listened to his music through the internet. He learned how to pay bills. Uh, he learned how to research things that were important to him and read the types of news articles that were meaningful to him. And it really, really did change his life. And mm. so being able to collaborate with nonprofit organizations that are working with people in their community and know what the need is, and there's already a trust level there, that is so important. We're not looking to reinvent the wheel. We don't have all the answers and we don't wanna do it by ourselves. We wanna collaborate and support those nonprofit organizations that are already doing phenomenal work in our communities. So Michelle, um, yeah, that's that's a great example. And Comcast does that really well in collaborating with the community. And you talked about cybersecurity and how you can help. That that's a big buzz word and 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 late and it and a very important issue. So can you elaborate a little bit on uh, Comcast's role in securing data and information? Oh, absolutely. Well, first. Let me say that um, anyone who is an Xfinity internet customer, regardless of the level of your plan, we actually provide antivirus software for free. So if you're paying for it every year separately, stop and save yourself however much it costs because it's included in your Xfinity internet plan. That's number one. The other thing that we have for our residential mm -hmm. customers is we have XFi advanced security. And what the, what's so phenomenal about this is, you know, it's one thing to, um, put antivirus software on your computer, but as we connect more devices in our home, and when I talk about devices, think about anything and everything that connects to your Wi-Fi. Maybe it's a printer, maybe it's a Nest thermostat, it could be speakers, you name it. Some people are even connecting their refrigerators and washers and dryers. Anything that has a connection to, the, to your Wi-Fi could be an open door for bad actors who want to try and get your data. Mm. So through our XFi advanced security uh, service, we basically are protecting everything at the router. So um, it's one big lock on the router and nothing comes through. And I will tell you that nationally last year, our advanced security blocked Six billion cyber threats nationwide. Wow. Six billion cyber threats wow. did not get through to your houses because of XFi advanced security. Wow. That's yeah. incredible. I didn't yeah. know that was offered for free. So I got to call, uh, tell my husband that because we have Xfinity everywhere in our home and businesses. I did not yes. know that's the portion. I got to make sure that we have that going on. Uh, that's yes. Good. If, <laughs> and if you need help, you tell your husband to give me a call. I will. Super, I will super easy to set up. Yeah. Cause we use it for our home and both of our businesses. So it, it it's, 
we love Xfinity. So um, I, I will follow up with you, Michelle, on that one if I, he hasn't done that already. I want to elaborate a little bit. You you told the story about the man that almost gave away his laptop until he took the class and learning how to, how great it could be and the benefits of it. Can you elaborate for us, Michelle um, Gilbert from Comcast about Detroit Selected for Digital Literacy Training and Education Pilot for Seniors? Yeah, so this happened uh, a couple months ago, and um, this is what I'm really excited about this program. First of all, Detroit was selected as one of only three cities across the nation where Comcast collaborated with Older Adults Technology Services, also known as OATS, which is a part of um, ARP. And we launched a new initiative that's geared toward connecting more senior citizens to the internet and further bridging bridging that digital divide. Um, So, you know, we provided collectively um, outreach materials and engagement tools that what's cool about this is they were designed specifically to serving aging adults. Um, In addition to that, Comcast donated um, a total of $25,000 to different nonprofit organizations, again, right here in the city of Detroit that work with senior citizens. So we donated money, we donated educational resources, and we also donated 500 computers to to the various Detroit-based nonprofits who are working with seniors so that we could put those laptops in seniors' hands. What's really cool about this initiative is that we're collecting and studying the engagement successes and getting feedback. And we're going to share that information across the country because again, every group is unique and seniors Mm -hmm. is a very, they, there's a very different reason why seniors haven't adopted internet versus maybe a young impoverished family. So we can't, there's no cookie cutter approach to how we educate. We're developing those materials so that we can reach out to them and speak their language and help them understand the value for them. And then taking that data and using it as a best practice to share across the nation so that we can further bridge that digital divide nationwide. Wow. So we're talking with Michelle Gilbert here. She's vice president of public relations. We're talking about Comcast Cable and all the ways that they connect, communicate, and collaborate with the community. In addition to that, Michelle, uh, Comcast expanded internet essentials to federal Pell Grant recipients. Can you elaborate? I know you talked a little bit, but can you elaborate a little bit more about that? Yeah. So, um, you know, this past back to school season, every year we we look to how can we improve our internet essentials program, who else can we reach out to? And across the years, we've we've expanded it to include seniors, veterans, and people with disabilities. Well, another important group are Pell, federal Pell Grant recipients. So these are students who um, need support. And so with this back to school season, we expanded the eligibility for internet essentials to include all of those college students who are receiving Pell Grants. Mm. So you could be on any college campus uh, and have within an Xfinity um, coverage area and you can get your internet access for $9.95 a month. Wow. So, so much going on. And then also nearly 400,000 in Comcast Foundation grants. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so, you know, in addition to everything that we're doing around digital equity, um, you know, we also 
our foundation is wonderful and they give a variety of grants across the state of uh, Michigan. So for example, City Year Detroit is a very important uh, relationship to a to us and we give them $100,000 every single year. Uh, we support the Boys and Girls Clubs across the state of Michigan, the Urban League of Detroit and Southeastern Michigan, uh, Access, the American Community Center for Economic and Social Services. Um, and you can see from the different organizations that I'm that I'm listing, um, you know, Diversity is incredibly important to our organization. And when we look at supporting various organizations, we want to make sure that we're reaching out uh, to a diverse population that really truly represents uh, our employee base and our customer base. Now, Michelle Gilbert is who we're talking to here on It's Your Community. Many ways that Comcast connects, communicates, and collaborates with the community at large and, and for the greater good of the community, helping people in need and especially bridging that digital divide. Uh, and then you did so much, uh, Michelle, I'm so happy to say we're moving past COVID, thank God. Uh, but you guys did so much during that time when kids were forced into a virtual learning so unexpectedly, helping school districts uh, keep up, which was wonderful. So you guys also responded emergencies. Yes, uh, you know, we, we responded in a variety of ways. And one of the most important um, pieces to that was listening to the community and listening to our nonprofit organizations that we work with to find out what where were the needs. And so from the pandemic and from the ideas from our nonprofit organizations, we learned that there was a need to provide internet access outside of the home because for a variety of reasons, uh, when kids were remote learning, they may not have been able to do it in the home. And so we've talked about some of those reasons already, but mm -hmm. let's think about all of the um, critical workers who were working outside of the home and maybe they had young kids at home. So even if they had internet access at home, they couldn't leave their five-year-olds and their nine-year-olds at home alone while they were out taking care of, uh, you know, doing their jobs. So uh, we started building late last year lift zones and lift zones are um, safe places in community centers and nonprofit organizations where could, kids could get online in a safe environment with the support that they needed. So in the past year, we've opened 50 lift zones across Michigan with 23 just in the city of Detroit. So now what we're doing is we're talk, going back and talking to those uh, nonprofits that house our live zones. And, uh, and what it's doing is we're, we're giving that internet access for all those kids to get online, have enough bandwidth to be able to, um, you know, however they need to use it. You know, obviously there's a lot of video streaming if they're remoting into class. And I should say, Vanessa, that even though most kids are back in the school right now, they still have after-school programs. They still need to get online to do their homework. So the need still exists. So what we're working with now is we're providing what we call lift zone opportunity grants. And uh, we've started with three so far 
in the state of Michigan, uh, $50,000 each that are going to uh, two nonprofit organizations in Detroit. One is uh, Boys and Girls Club, and the other is Detroit Rescue Mission Ministries. And then one is on the uh, west side of the state. And uh, the money is really being used so that they can um, really provide a best-in-class experience for the people who they serve and um, really to just help advance that digital equity for more families. So it might be providing more technology or software. Um, it might be improving the physical spaces that house the lift zones. Huh. So um, again, this these grants came out of going to the nonprofit organizations and say, okay, What's next? How else can we support you? And this is what they told us they needed. This is awesome. Well, Michelle, before we let you go, how can we reach you, find out more about what Comcast is doing and connect with you? Well, if you want to connect direct with me, um, I encourage anybody to connect with me via LinkedIn. Uh, I am just Michelle Gilbert from Comcast on LinkedIn. I'm pretty easy to find. Um, anyone who needs information on the emergency broadband program, I would tell you to go to getemergencybroadband.org. And then you can find more information about internet essentials at internetessentials.com. Or if you want information on advanced, uh, XFi advanced security, uh, just go to xfinity.com and search XFi advanced security. Super easy to uh, get that set up. Great. Michelle Gilbert, one minute left with you. What else do you want to share with our listeners before we let you go? Uh, the only other thing that I was going to share is, you know, one thing that is very important to me when we look at the uh, uh, lift zones that we're supporting, Detroit Rescue Mission Ministries actually has a lift zone in a domestic violence shelter. Oh, and wow. um, yes, and a lot of survivors, you know, one of the things that's stripped away from them by their abusers is technology. So this lift zone opportunity grant through uh, Detroit Rescue Mission Ministries is really important because this may be the first time these women and children have had access to technology in a very long time. Michelle Gilbert, it's always a pleasure talking with you. We'll catch, you, catch up with you in a couple months, giving us another update on Comcast. Thanks so much. Thanks, Michelle Gilbert. If you have any questions or comments, show topics you want me to get to, you can get to me, Vanessa Denha, very easily. You can go to LinkedIn as well, Vanessa Denha Garmo there, and private message me there. You can also go to Epiphany Communications and Coaching. And, uh, and I'm on all the social media platforms, Epiphany Communications and Coaching on Facebook, Vanessa Denha Garmo on Twitter. Private message me on any of the platforms or email me directly from my website. And I'll consider any show topics you might have. As always, we remind our listeners to connect collaborate and to communicate with your community. Thanks for listening. It's your community, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.